0: It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate.
3: Support for Armchair and the Saints Happy Hour podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair.
4: All right, everybody. That's the breaking news, Siren. So that's... We have breaking news to report on Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Andrew, the final injury report came out for both teams today, and it was interesting. It is a borderline crisis for the fucking Minnesota Vikings, but first let's get to the good news for the Saints. Uh, Everybody was full go except for Eli Apple and Zach Line. They're both going to be out. Um, I'm going to spin it this way for you. I am kind of relieved with Eli Apple that he's not going to go, because here's the thing: I'm I'm much that I I feel much better that the decision's made now, than if he was limited again and we're going to see he's going to try it on he's going to try it on Sunday and we're going to hope for the best. Like to me, I didn't like that scenario because one, he's playing, he's not playing great, and I just feel like asking the dude to shoot himself up in a playoff game, which guys totally do because it's a playoffs and they want to play. It's asking a lot of a guy and especially a guy that's struggling like him. It's just sort of a relief that like, he's going to hurt. He's hurt. I'm going to give him another week. We're going to play Jack rabbit. I think he can be okay. Now Zach line. I do not like we'll see how that goes, but what do you, what is your thought with the Saints injury report? Yeah. I mean, I, I think
5: it's going to be really interesting to see what they do at corner. Um, you know, Marcus Williams and Von Bell both being out uh, meant that C.J. Gardner-Johnson and P.J. Williams had really defined roles as safety, and it really limited what they could do in the slot and as cover guys because they, they had safety responsibilities. So now that Bell and Marcus Williams are back, even though you don't have really like Apple, you have more versatility and you have the ability to move guys around. And so with Apple out, you know, that begs the question, what do you do on the other side of Lattimore? And now you've got four viable candidates. Uh, you've got Patrick Robinson, who's been playing really well as of late. Uh, you've got P.J. Williams, who I just mentioned. You've got C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Um, and, and so, you know, those three. And, and then you've got Jack Rabbit. So th- those are the four guys. And it's, who do you plug in as your starter? My gut and I know Saints fans are going to want to puke when they hear this, but I, I think you start P.J. Williams on the outside because, number one, stopping the run is at such a premium, and he's got the size, he's got the physicality, he tackles well. So that's that's who you want out of all those guys on the edge. And secondly, Adam Thielen's a big receiver. He's got nice yeah. – I, mean, I think if you match him up on Janoris Jenkins, I think you're giving away a lot of size. You know, I, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, he's more of a slot guy, so he can't really cover the outside. And while I like what Patrick Robinson has done the last two weeks, I'm not sure I want him starting out there. So to me, I think you start the game with P.J. Williams on the outside and you've got three guys that I mentioned that can cover the slot and you can mix and match those mm-hmm. guys, and they all deserve some playing time. But um, it'll be interesting to see because I think that that's going to be the matchup where the Vikings will look at that and say – Hey, Adam Thielen has been a disappointment all year, and he really hasn't lived up to the expectations of his salary or just how good he's been in the past. And, and so if they can't exploit that matchup and the Saints are okay with P.J. Williams in there, that's great. Uh, but, you know, you may have to go to other guys if he can't hold up.
4: Well, and see, look, Thielen is a guy – they finally feel like he's been healthy, but he's been banged up all year. Uh, he's been in and out. Um, and, look – I know Delvin Cook is going to play and he's going to be fine, but we talk and the Vikings fan think he's going to be okay, but I didn't realize like both of his shoulders are kind of messed up. And we talked about it on the podcast that if you listened this week, and by the way, this one's free again because of Manscaped, guys, which was at the top of the show. You should subscribe and become a $7 a month to get Saints podcast every day. We talked about it that look, he's got two hurt shoulders and if you're a running back, he's going to, he's going to land on that shoulder. And I just wonder, like, how's it going to respond? And you can you can shoot it up with paint so That's all you want. But I think that's a delicate situation. Now, the thing for Minnesota is, Andrew, they are in a crisis now. Alexander, their nickel corner, he's out. Mike Hughes, they IR'd him. He's their other corner, which was a tough draft pick two years ago. Their fans were like when that injury report came out today, they were like, what the fuck is going on? What do you mean they IR'd him? You said the day before that you thought he was going to play Mike Zimmer. Now he's IR'd, and they had Marcus Sherrill's in, and they signed him, and he's going to do punt returns and kick return duty a little bit this week, but he may play a corner. Andrew, if they're playing their, boy, that did be, their, 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 their third and fourth corners are going to be out of this game, they are in deep shit. I mean, there's no other way to put it. And I would say, and look, I would <laughs> say the same thing about the Saints if the Saints were 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 on their fourth and fifth corner too. Like, there's no way around it. Yeah.
5: Well, you know, I think two things really. First of all, uh, going back to what you said about Dalvin Cook, he has not averaged four yard the carry or more in six weeks. So in six weeks of playing, and this is before he missed games with injuries. He averaged less than 3.7 per carry or less in every game for six weeks. And I have four numbers for you. 26, 29, 62, 27. Those are his four rushing totals in the last four games that he played. Um, And, you know, he was getting 12, 11 carries a game in all those games. Mm -hmm. So, statistically i mean you look at kind of what he was doing before he left uh and it wasn't much and if you look at Kirk Cousins and the big fall off that he's had the last 4 or 5 weeks of the season it coincides with Dalvin Cook not really giving him much in the run game so you know i don't know what we're going to see from Minnesota this week but it's going to have to be transformatively different from what we've seen out of them the last four or five, six weeks. Uh, Now, look, Dalvin Cook's been out a couple weeks. Maybe the rest did him some good. Maybe he will come back and he'll look like himself. Uh, Maybe Adam Thielen has looked terrible all year and he's just been waiting for the playoffs to kind of resurface. So we'll see. But uh, I think for Minnesota to have a shot, they are going to have to look like a completely different football team from what we've seen. Because really, you know, weeks six through 11 – or five through eleven. That that's when they were at their peak.
4: And they, at were they, playing, looked, yeah, they were
5: rolling. they were rolling. They were playing their best great.
4: football. They, they looked,
5: looked great. Dalvin Cook was tearing it up. Kirk Cousins was play actioning people to death and putting up. If you look at his season statistics, you know he was really weeks one through four, and then weeks you know thirteen through sixteen or twelve through set sixteen, he looked really bad. And so it was really when you look at his statistics and you look how good he is for the season. He really posted numbers in weeks like six through eleven. That's where he statistically was just close to flawless. And but but to me, the, the biggest question for the Vikings is what they do with Michael Thomas. And you mentioned those those slide guys that are out. Um, and we know the Saints like to move Michael Thomas around. That's what makes him so difficult to cover. And I, I, I rewatched that Packers game and I, I saw the cushion that the Vikings were giving receivers. And I, I just think they're giving away the slant routes. They're giving away the tunnel screens. And we know the Saints like to do that. So I, I, I'm going to be surprised if Michael Thomas, I mean, he could have 15 catches in this game. If the Saints Well,
4: the one thing with Minnesota is, is, is number one receivers have roasted them. Devontae Adams set the Packers record for receptions in a game. Uh, uh the, the the I'm drawing a blank, but Minnesota, uh Kansas City's uh, uh Tariq uh Hill. He, yes. he's like number Sorry one kill. receivers have had fantastic games against them. And it, Minnesota is a team, you know, some people call it uh that they have their they are a, a team that they have with their their system and they run it, and they do tweaks to their systems to maximize game plans, of course, because everybody does that. But they're really a team that is sort of one of those – of they, their philosophy is this is what we do, and we're going to do it. Whereas the Saints, they sort of have that philosophy, but the Saints are much more like, you know what? We're playing Minnesota this week. What do we think we can do best? to exploit Minnesota. And if we haven't really done it all year, it doesn't matter. We're going to fucking put it in the game, and we're going to practice that shit, and we're going to run it. So I think Minnesota, they could have a difficult time in that a sense of if they're down two corners, you know, it may be a thing of like, well, Christ, what are we doing? And my sense is Mike Zimmer is a guy that's going to say, no, this this is what we do. This is what we do. This is what we do. Well, we're going to run it. And if we don't have any corners, tough. I don't know that they're going to be a team that's going to be like, well, we don't have any corners. Forget it. Let's just go Greg full, full Greg Williams and blitz their fucking ass and hope for the best. Like I don't, I don't. I saw so it'll be interesting to see
5: what. Well, never... the Vikings. Well, the Vikings don't like the blitz, and this is where I think the matchup gets really interesting uh, because the way the Vikings are built they really like to get edge pressure and they count on Everson Griffin and Daniel Hunter to get to do that for them. Um and they're very good at it. But when you look at Teron Armstead and Ramchek and those guys are much healthier now than they were a couple of weeks ago. Um and Ramchek I mean he's lost no I don't think he gave he gave up one sack all year and Teron Armstead hasn't given up much more than that. So I mean you're really talking about the best tackle tandem, especially in pass protection in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And so I think when you look at this matchup, I I think the Saints tackles will win those battles one-on-one. I really do. And so because of that, I think Minnesota is going to have to make a decision. Are we content rushing four? Because we generally create edge pressure just rushing four. That's how good our edge guys are. But if it's not working against the Saints, do they start bringing more guys? And if they make the decision to do that, then I think Breeze, can really start to expose the back end. And you know, so that, that that's the first thing. That's a, that's one reason I like the matchup. Um, the second thing is, you know, Michael Thomas, the Saints love to move him around. What are they going to do when he's in the slot? That That's a big question I have. Do you move – does Xavier Rhodes follow him everywhere he goes? Does Xavier Rhodes try to match up with him in the slot? Because I don't think that goes well for the Vikings. But I think well, it goes and, even worse if they're putting some of their slot corners you know, they're down. You said to their fifth, sixth guy, if, if if these backups have to cover Michael Thomas out of the slot, um, that's, that's a huge
1: mismatch. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
6: Hi, checking in for...
1: Or the perfect table.
6: Hey, where are you? Coming!
1: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card...
6: Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it
1: You need Indeed.
5: The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Reddick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN.
3: conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
6: that's not just the sound of that first sip of morning joe it's the sound of someone shopping for a car on carvana from the comfort of home that's a good blend it's time to take it easy like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes talk
0: about starting the morning right
6: just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget, mm, mm, mm. visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be—convenient, comfortable. Ah.
4: Well, I remember in, in 2017 when the Saints went to that playoff game. I remember, you know, I was just reading and, and seeing Vikings Twitter where Saints fans were like, "Michael Thomas—he's he's young, but he's awesome, and he's gonna he's gonna get his." And Minnesota fans were like, Xavier Rhodes is the best corner in football. He's going to shut fucking Michael Thomas down. And it was peak Xavier Rhodes, and Michael Thomas still had seven for 85 and two touchdowns, you know. And that ain't Xavier Rhodes. And that, that Xavier Rhodes is gone. It ain't, he ain't around anymore.
2: So, yeah.
4: you know, so I would expect that's the floor for Mike. Not Maybe not two touchdowns, but the floor for Michael Thomas, Sunday is gonna be seven for like a hundred, you know, and um I just I think it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to me. The thing that's interesting about your point about Minnesota is do they when if if they're if they're struggling when they when when do they decide to bring more pressure that's dicey for them because the thing is Andrew, if they're not getting pressure, when they make the decision that we have to bring more pressure they'll already be down or the saints it it will to me the best case for minnesota is if they have if they decide they have to bring more pressure the the best case for them is like it's middle it's middle second quarter and it's 14 14 you know because they'll be like well, we're not we're not stopping them, and everybody's scored on every possession. We got to do something different, and the Saints would be in the same boat on defense too, obviously. But that's a bad place to be on the road when you're like have to you have to toss out your game plan against Drew Brees, and you're only you're tossing out your game plan, and you're still only tied or. It could be doomsday scenario. It could be seventeen to three, and you're like, "Well, shit, we can't. We haven't touched him with four. He's he's twelve or thirteen for a hundred and sixty and and But start bringing pressure. And the thing is, when you ask people to do stuff they haven't done all year, Andrew, you get dicey because you can say, "Well, we're just going to rush everybody," but if you don't do it all year and you haven't really practiced it then it becomes that guys don't know what to do and, and then you're you're blitzing and your back end is a mess and maybe guys don't not hit the gaps right and it's just it becomes it's super easy for Breeze, you know? So I think Minnesota to me I still think they have a bunch of stuff that can that can hurt the Saints. But to me, unless Kirk Cousins plays amazing, that only gets them to a coin flip game. Like Kirk Cousins, yeah. if if Minnesota wins and Kirk Cousins doesn't have the game of his fucking life on Sunday, I'll be stunned.
5: Now, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take the Vikings playing their best football, and they've been trending downwards again. So yeah, they're getting some guys back. I mean, I think obviously missing some of their corners is, is a concern, but they're getting some guys back. So it really comes down to, hey, how's Kendricks going to look? Cause Kendricks is a great player, but he's, Pretty banged up, and how is Dalvin Cook going to look? Because he's a great player, but he's pretty banged up. And yeah. how, is, how is Thielen going to look? Because he's been good in the past, but he's been bad this year. And and how is Cousins going to look? Because he can be a good quarterback, but he's kind of been garbage the last five weeks. So again, I just think this Vikings team is highly capable from a roster standpoint. They're really good, but they're trending downwards. And what you're asking them to do is to, to to play their best football on the road when they've been banged up and they've been playing some of their worst football. And so maybe they can do it. Uh, but, you know, by the way, Kirk Cousins, his his quarterback rating is 15 points higher. It's 116 uh, at home. It's it's 101 on the road. So he's 15 points lower. And if you look at his yards per pass, it's a full yard less on the road. Uh, if you look at his completion percentage, it goes down 10% on the road. So, he is much better at home uh, statistically this year, and I just think that all combines to they're going to have to play their perfect game, and they haven't been playing that way for a while. It's not that they can't win this game, uh, but when you feel like the Saints are just have all the momentum, they are ascending. Uh, this is a game, and again, it, it's going to take and it's going to take Cameron Jordan winning his one on one battle with O'Neal. You need to force them to give Cam Jordan extra attention because. I think the Vikings' offensive line is very soft in the middle, very soft. And if you can get Onyemata and Shai Tuttle and Malcolm Brown, these one-on-one matchups, I think they can win those if Cam Jordan is pulling attention away. And then you just need Michael Thomas to do his thing. I think the one concern I have with Michael Thomas, got some hand issue, didn't catch the ball very cleanly in Carolina. Something looked up there. Uh, you know, He's been full the last two days in practice, so – I'm hoping whatever is up with his hand he's catching the ball a little cleaner. Um, you know, the last thing I'll say that I noticed on tape, Minnesota is very good at stripping the football and uh the ball came out against the Packers three or four times where Packers yeah. receivers seven, ten yards down the field, safety would make a tackle tackle and punch that ball out and it would come out. And so uh, you know, we know that Michael Thomas sometimes carries the ball a little loose. Josh Hill uh, they're going to have to be careful about that. I'm sure the Saints will notice that on tape. That's something they're going to coach up this week. But uh, the Vikings are very, very good at punching the ball out, so ball security is going to be at a premium.
4: Yeah, so, guys, this one is free because of my Manscaped, like I mentioned before. But it's the beginning of the NFL playoffs, so go to MyBookie.ag and gamble on the NFL playoffs, baby. MyBookie.ag, use the code SHARE and get a 100% sign-up bonus. That's right, you can gamble on All the playoff games and have double the money to do it. So use the code CHAIR at mybookie.ag. get 100% sign-up bonus. Do you know you want to gamble on these four games? It makes it better. So go to mybookie.ag. Use the code CHAIR to get 100% sign-up bonus. MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Andrew, final thought. Are you feeling better about the game Sunday or are you feeling worse or are you in the exact same spot? I'm feeling
5: better, um, you know, after kind of watching that Packers game and, and seeing what's going on with the Vikings and the injury report and really studying where Dalvin Cook's been and where Kirk Cousins' been and where that team has been the last five weeks. Um, they're just not playing at the level that they were earlier in the season. We saw that with the Saints. We saw, we saw what they looked like playing the Eagles, you know, 10 weeks yeah, like prior, it. and then we saw what they looked like playing the Eagles in the playoffs when the Saints still won that game. Uh, But it was a tale, really, of two teams, you know, between the the, the time period that elapsed. And it was because I think the Saints were banged up and they were trending downwards in terms of their level of play. Um, So I think that's the case here. And I I think, you know, you've got a team that's superior, that's ascending, that's pretty healthy. uh, And I I just think the Saints, they're going to come in dialed in. I like the matchup. I like the fact that the Vikings aren't going to know what to do with Michael Thomas in the slot. I like the fact that the Vikings, mm-hmm. their strength is, is rushing from the edge, and the Saints have as a good of an answer for that as anyone in the league. Um, so I, I think the offense will be able to move the football, and uh, we'll just have to avoid the shenanigans, Ralph.
4: Yeah, it's that, that's your, I was just going to say that. If the Saints are the Saints, they're going to win. If they do all the stuff that they did all year long, they'll win. Okay, if they win the turnover battle, if Breeze is either good or excellent, they're going to be fine. If the Saints lose, we aren't going to be on Monday lamenting the fact. Oh God, they didn't have a third. They didn't have a third receiver, and oh my God corner was really terrible all year and all these people that telling you oh, I told you so I told you so their defense wasn't as good and their, their corner's really bad and Lattimore's not as good as you can say
2: he is. <laughs> it's not going it's, it's
4: to be it's not going to be it's not going to fucking be that. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be the Saints had fucking a dozen penalties and fucking turned the ball over four times and when you do that in a playoff game you're fucked and the Saints did it and now the season's over and we're sad. Like it's not going to be it's not going to be these micro nitpicky things of like oh we should have seen that coming we should you know and look it can it was same thing in 2011 against san francisco in the play they fucking lost that game because they shit the ball away to san francisco five times you know yeah um, and that's what's gonna that that's what it'll be okay so uh if the saints can play their game at home they're gonna be fine um I feel better about it than I did earlier in the week. Uh but everybody thanks for listening. We will see you hopefully with a victory Monday. Uh have a great weekend and uh go to go saints.
5: that?